All day breakfast, hey. baby. What's going on? Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Oh, as I shake around. Right oh, boy. Morning. All right, here we are. We're good. Comfortable, Welcome, Alex? everybody. I am comfy. How are you? I'm great. I'm tired. You ready for breakfast? Ready You're for tired? breakfast? Yeah. Yeah. We were going to podcast last night, but we met up we for a beer. Yeah. <laughs> we met up for a beer. Yeah, and then more people that I knew showed up and things got out of hand. Yeah. From a safe distance. Uh, yeah. So we didn't podcast last night, but here we are today. Yeah, I could honestly use a nice greasy breakfast right now. Oh, that's the best hungover going to like Denny's. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, even even post even post drink. Just get out and bust out a big old breakfast. Just a 4 a.m. Denny's and moons over my hammy. Yeah, because you know they have their best cooks on at that time. <laughs> it doesn't matter you're so drunk who cares coveted 4 a.m shift i love that they serve beer there i remember i don't know like how it is these days but i'm sure it's still the same i remember when i was like in high school like in the high school when i was 18 we used to go to denny's after we'd party all the time and they'd like serve beer but there's like a certain time where you're not allowed to like have a liquor license it's between like 5 and 11 a.m or something like that so like <laughs> You could order beer like up until 5 a.m. Then you'd get cut off at Denny's, but they're open 24 hours. Cut off at Denny's. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, pretty Not funny. a good look. Also Not a good look. Pretty expensive beer. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a go-to hangover food? What's your meal? What do oh, you do? man. I, <laughs> I need to just not eat sometimes, but... <laughs> but... <laughs> But like a, a burger and fries or something. Like I used to get like five yeah. guys quite a bit as like a, nice. as like a hangover food, just to get something in you. Man, Red Robin. When I worked at Red Robin, it was the absolute best. Just eating a fucking this burger they called the Royal Red Robin burger. It was just a bacon cheeseburger, but they had a fried egg on top of it. Oh it was man, like the greasiest. Oh, so yeah. good. Just. Oh, or like a mushroom burger with like garlic aioli in it holy egg on burgers is funny because like the first time i saw it i was like what why an egg on a burger and i tried it and i was like jesus christ same with peanut butter i was like peanut butter on a burger then i tried it and i was like yeah life is different now yeah man those like pb and j burgers are actually pretty good i know there was one at first round that i had and one at hudson's that i had they were both really good next act has like a a sick one that's where i had it for the first time and nice. i was like whoa that's great yo have you ever had the hawaiian street food or i don't know if it's street food but hawaiian food local moco no bro it's the best i had it at uh, one of david husserow's restaurants at uh when he was still the executive chef at wood buffalo mm -hmm. in uh, fort mac there shout out wood buffalo brewing co they did some comedy shows and stuff they're good nice. people i like their beers they have like a vanilla blueberry beer that's really good. Oh, I'll try that right. one. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, the local moco is like it's a beef patty, like a hamburger beef patty, and yeah. a fried egg with brown gravy and rice, just <gasps> all mashed up in a bowl. Damn, that sounds amazing. It's so good, and like who always garnishes it with like green onions or whatever. But yeah, 
Damn. It's unreal. It's so easy to make. You just like at home, you just get some ground beef, put it in a ball, throw it in the frying pan, and then yeah. just crack an egg, get some rice. Done. Yeah, that's pretty simple. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. All these. It's <laughs> exactly like, what it's like, straight out. There's no, there's no like you have to make a creme on glaze or whatever. You could just be a dummy and go buy all the package. Like get a packet of Uncle Ben's, a packet yeah. of like Clubhouse brown gravy, and, and fucking just, steal an egg. Yeah, steal one egg and then yeah. get like a package of frozen beef patties. There you go. And make yourself Hawaiian street food. It's not bad, man. Yeah, and there's another one, I guess, because Hoos' first restaurant was in Hawaii. He was a cool dude. We should have him on sometime. He was an interesting podcast guest every time we had him on. Yeah, Yeah, he had a restaurant in Hawaii. So then when he opened um, uh, the writer's room here Mm -hmm. on the south side, there's another like a Hawaiian food that I forget they were called, but it was like spam sushi rolls. It was like a giant sushi roll. And it was like wow. just rice and spam wrapped in seaweed, just fried spam. Man, spam has a bad reputation. I've never, re- I don't think I've even tried spam and I'm, and I'm grossed out by it, but just because like yeah. everyone's always like, it's disgusting. I think this was the only place that I ever had it and it was delicious. I had it all the time. I would order so oh. many of them. Yeah, dude, it was good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, apparently spam's like a big Hawaiian thing. You ever watch 50 First Dates? I love that movie. Uh, a long time ago, yeah, but <laughs> like, and he always called them spam and eggs when he would show up, make them spam and eggs in like peanut butter cups. Huh? <laughs> I'm looking up spam. Dude, like it so looks funny. gross, man. It looks. Yeah, it's nasty. It's like wet, processed ham. Like, why is it? Yeah, wet? I hate that everything that comes in a can is wet. It's is like, it wet? do you not put dry stuff in cans? Yeah. Are you, are you not allowed to put dry things no. in cans? What's going on? No. Like, why doesn't that corn always have that water with it? Like, yeah. Just put the corn in there. Yeah. Or like you, you pop some beans into the strainer and you're like, what's all this brown? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, water. why is it brown? These are green beans. Yeah. This is so what's, nasty. Going, what's going on here? And like, <laughs> they add dirt. Well, and another like funny one is, is like, I only in the last like year or so realized that you're supposed to wash your rice before you use it. And like, yeah, dude. And when, if you, if you put a cup of rice in a bowl and put some water in it and like shake it around, the water turns white. Like, yeah, yeah. it gets all like misty. Like it's all the light. It's all, it's like starch and all this other stuff, but yeah, it's, you're, you're supposed to wash your rice and, and as you're doing it, you're like, why? is it turning the water white over <laughs> and over again it's just more rice dust from the other rice rice dust man i was trying, <laughs> trying to eat rice dust with my, with my come burger patty the right i guess i don't know i guess yeah i would like get a yeah. board well and and, it, and the, the rice is so much better when you do it that way really yeah that's all i just get the uncle ben's express i love when those are on sale and you can oh yeah i used, I used to i used rice. to go heavy on those they're so expensive though, bro. It's like three bucks for a serving of rice. Like get fucked. I know. I know. And rice is super cheap. <laughs> so Man, so, I wish so I was spam, a good cook. Spam got, uh, spam got popular during World War II and people are still eating it. Ew. You know, like it, it's Man, still wartime food. Wartime food sounds horrible. My mom used to always tell me that my granddad, like 
So I don't know, he's 90 right now. So what year was he born in? What's a hundred years ago minus 10? Like 1911? Yeah, he was born in like 1910. So yeah, he was like yeah, in wow. through that second world war bullshit. Yeah. And so he like would always save the fat from like bacon and then use it as like butter later. Oh man. Like when he would cook a pan of bacon instead of like straining it and like yeah. chucking it out, he would like strain it and then just like put that in the fridge and then instead of buying butter, he'd like use it to like put oh, in the pan man. or like spread it on toast and stuff yeah like, yeah man yet yeah i don't i don't think because dairy products were expensive during the war apparently yeah. that's what i was told they're like well, my, oh, dairy my got grand, expensive yeah my my mom's my mom's mom when she was alive was always like hiding food everywhere around the house because like they like grew up in like ration you know go went through like ration <laughs> times where it's like oh we got to keep this fucking well, you better hide that in the bathroom cupboard. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> hey, we got two boxes of croutons. We don't want the SS coming through and taking one of them. Put this in the attic. Yeah, put it in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, old people are crazy with food. I don't know. I think about that. Well, I don't know. I kind of think about that a lot. Like when I watch like nature shows and stuff, like humans mm. are really the only ones that can just like go get food. Like we know where the food is and like we know how to get it and when to get it. Everything yeah. else's whole life is just searching for food from the second its mom leaves until the minute it yeah. dies. That's true. Yeah, it's just like elephants going from a go like going like across the desert looking for food. Yeah, like every animal is just trying to eat and fuck, and that's it. Like, and we and kind of figured out how to do that, like on the regular, so we can like figure other shit out. And the trade-off is we all have to have jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we all have to go to <laughs> fucking work every day now i don't know that doesn't seem like that good of a trade-off some asshole in mesopotamia started farming no, yeah god damn it <laughs> um man i uh was thinking about this today i <laughs> i can't believe you don't even remember two dollar bills yeah, bro, that's so funny. We had to Google that yesterday because we we're like, when did it come in? Because like, yeah, I was four years old when two dollar bills like got taken out of circulation. Yeah. So like, I hadn't lost any baby teeth. Like, I hadn't seen money. Why would I be have money? I'm four. Yeah, man. And I was only getting into, I was only getting into the money game. I only only starting to stack paper, and then they took the paper away and made it a coin. Yeah. What did did you have like a paper route? Did you no. run flyers or something? No, I never did any of that. I was just no. How'd you get? How'd you get your first paper? Your first coin? Oh, allowance. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think my first right my first job was working at uh, Joey's Only Seafood as like a dishwasher. Nice. <laughs> oh God, was it the one on the south side? Yeah, that's so funny. My granddad used to take us there all the time when he would come through. He's so British, man. He's like hilarious. Same He's with mine. Yeah. Fish and chips. Oh, dude, fish and chips is the best. Bro, if he can find a place that serves fish and chips, like, wrapped in a newspaper, he loses his fucking mind. Oh, yeah. Man, He's like, totally. Oh, it's got ink on it. Mm. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I so can funny. eat and like, review the day. So much vinegar. Like, yes. bro, why does your food smell like an old person? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, dude. Oh, man, now I'm hungry for fish and chips, man. 
Oh, bro, yeah, I might order some after this. Skip the day. Yeah, I was like, I'm cool. like looking at the time. I'm like, I wonder what's still open. Damn. Yeah, Central Social Hall, baby. There's food all night. Bro, I I woke up this morning and I was just like, no, and like struggled through the day and took a nap right after work. A nap that lasted four hours, which I think is still a nap. That's <laughs> yeah. bordering on a sleep. Uh, and then woke up for this. Like I. Yeah, bro. I came home and passed out day. on the living room floor like last night. <laughs> I just fell asleep on my living room floor. <laughs> I woke up and Brad was like, how's your nap? Oh man, it's been a, it's been a long time since I only made it home, but not to my bed. <laughs> Bro, I don't like. I used they used to happen time to time with me. I haven't pummeled whiskey like in months. It's been months. I used to yeah. pummel whiskey all the time. So like when I pummeled whiskey, I was like, "Okay, it's just you're pummeling whiskey." But just now, fucking pummeling whiskey. Uh, yeah, but now it's like holy fuck! I forgot how to pummel whiskey. Man, that was like the, the first time because I've been drinking like a lot of like uh, gin and soda and stuff like that is my kind of go to during quarantine. And I'm like the first time I went out and had a bunch of beers the next morning, I was like, holy fuck, because <laughs> I just like yeah. wasn't used to getting wasn't used to getting drunk that way. But I'm yeah. back. Yeah, but I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Here. Yeah, game. I probably shouldn't have drank Jameson's and dark beers. Like that is not well, how you want to go yeah. full Irish on your first day back. Like, yeah, that's right. Way to do it. That's right. That's not how you. No, that's not how you do. On on no food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't eat. That was so funny too. She's like, yeah, yeah. Would you want food? I was like, yeah, probably. And then just never even opened yeah. the menu for a second. Like, I'll just have another <laughs> beer, please. <laughs> yeah, liquid diet today. Yeah. Oh man, pretty good. Yeah, I had to leave my truck, so I got a little in park ticket. So fuck. Did you? Oh man. Whatever. They didn't tow it, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. You should be able to be like, "Hey, here's what happened. I got drunk and I left it there so that I wouldn't drive home." And they they should. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I remember there was like a Boston Pizza or some shit, and it was like a no overnight parking sign, and like one of my friends was like freaking out. And he's like, bro, is your car going to get towed? So I was like, dude, they can't force me to drive drunk. Like, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's not a big deal. So I don't Just know, always be drunk. Then you'll never have to move your vehicle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, I was watching Under Arrest as usual. It's my favorite show. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, for those of you who don't know who are watching it's uh, or listening to the podcast, it's a Canadian version of Cops. It's the greatest thing in the world. You should all watch it. It's on Netflix. And this particular episode, some dude was like absolutely wasted. And the cop was like, his car was parked like at a gas station. And the cop was like, sir, I'm not letting you get back into your car and drive this home. Like it's parked here now. Like I didn't see you driving it. So just get, I'm calling you a cab and go home. And the dude was like, no, the guy said I can't park in here. I got to move it. And oh the cop God. was like, I'm telling you that you cannot drive that car. Like, so if you want to listen to the gas station attendant instead of the police officer, that's cool. Oh, but man. you probably shouldn't. That's crazy. It's so funny. The dude was like, no, man, that guy said I can't park here. Like, I, move my, I'm gonna I love the, like, like, yeah, when you're hammered and someone's trying to reason with you and you're just like, man, I, I just arguing with them making no sense yeah. at all i've been there yeah i've been there 
not yeah, to that so degree, funny. but oh, everyone on Under Arrest is wasted. It's the best. There was one like this lady was screaming in a parking lot. She's like, "Oh yeah, Mister Six Pack, now the cops are here." <laughs> like go over and look, and it was like a Valentine. The cop like looks at the camera. He's like, "Yeah, well, it's Valentine's Day today, and uh, judging by some flowers and chocolates we found in the back of the car, it uh, started out as a pretty good night." But uh, oh things God. took a turn. <laughs> just like these two wasted ass honkies just screaming in the street, just fucking mullets abound like she's wearing a fucking um, Def Leppard t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I would be, <laughs> it would be the worst if like you're in some situation where the cops get called and they show up with a camera crew. I'd be like, oh no. Oh. <laughs> Dude, the best, but it's so funny. People on this show love it because they're so wasted. So they just look at the camera like, don't blur my face. Don't blur my face. This is police abuse. Don't blur my face. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, All right. Okay, dude. <laughs> That's so funny. I also love just watching, like if you watch the background of the camera, like whenever a dude's getting arrested and like, if he's being like a dick or whatever, you can always just see one cop just like give him one to the ribs or just like oh, yeah. smoke his head off like a door frame or something on the way out. Yeah. And you're like, well, <laughs> this is when you don't want like, the camera crew around. Yeah. <laughs> Stop resisting, bro. Yeah. But it's so funny, yeah, because it's always like the dude's being a fucking dickhead and whatever, and they like can't get him, and then so he's wrestling, so they're like, Oh, oops, like yeah, yeah, so yeah. just smoke his face into something like oh he was fighting with him. I had to yeah. <laughs> That's why cops are scary, man. <laughs> <laughs> it can just it's be so like funny though. Yeah, but also yeah, I hate, like, I know that this isn't true, or just like, if you just comply, but like, it, it is funny when you watch it, like, most of the people who are just like, holy fuck, sorry, like, get arrested, they just like, walk them to the car, but any yeah. dude that's like, fighting back is just getting fucking hosed the whole time, oh, yeah. bounced well, off of shit, and like, yeah, it just tasered, gives the, and it just gives the guy a chance, an, an opportunity to be like, okay, sick, I get to fight back, and then yeah. like, you're, you're done, man. Yeah, it's like you're in handcuffs. Like, what are you doing? He's not gonna go easy on you. <laughs> handcuffs, bro. <laughs> That's the best. I love dudes that are like on their knees with their hands behind their back, like talking shit. It's like, bro, you're in the most vulnerable position. Like your cock and your face are so exposed right now. Do you know how easy it is for them to turn this fucking camera off, buddy? Like yeah. Yeah, like you're in the worst position. Like you should be begging to get up right now. <laughs> yeah, Stop like shit. <laughs> so you ain't gonna do goalie... shit. Oh, it's the best. Man, I was watching uh boxing on the weekend. Canelo Alvarez fought, and he like he fought this guy that was like way like you know not as good as him, and he's like smoked. yeah, should not have. And, yeah, I heard that's a problem like, with Alvarez. Is now it's just him beating guys up, and you're like, well, that's mean. Yeah, in well, in in boxing, like each belt has like a mandatory challenger or whatever, and he's trying to get all yeah. the belts. So he like, yeah. Anyways, but what was funny about it <laughs> is like the so the other guy walks out to the ring, and then they're like, okay, we're gonna play the national anthem of Turkey, like where that guy's from, and they're gonna play the national anthem of Mexico, and then they're gonna play the national anthem of America, where the fight's taking place, and then a rapper came out, a Mexican rapper came out and performed two songs and then walked Canelo to the ring. The other guy was in the ring for like seven minutes, just like, 
waiting for the fight to start before Canelo even walked out. I thought that was so oh funny. And, and then like he gets absolutely brutalized and like, I think it was like within two rounds. It's just like, oh man, good gamesmanship of just like, yo, I'm not gonna have walkout music. I'm gonna have a walkout concert. <laughs> yeah, I do love, I love when that shit backfires though. Like when some guy comes yeah. out with like a whole concert and the other dude just like walked out with his wife and like sat in the corner, like some old guy in a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just beats the living fuck out of him. You're like, nice. Well, uh, Deontay Wilder, when he lost the Tyson Fury recently, he came out in, and he, he comes out in these dramatic costumes and he came out in this like big ass mask and huge like, chest plate shoulder pad looking thing the the costume weighed 40 some pounds and he said uh, that was one of his excuses about why he lost he's like my legs were tired from like this costume walking this costume out to the ring it's like dude why are you wearing a costume why are you wearing like a heavy costume also, like, what a walk of shame. Can you imagine having to, like, carry that, like, big <laughs> helmet out with you after you're, like, just got your ass beat? You have to like, carry all the lights it. are on now, and you're, like, eyes bleeding, and you just got this just big... dragging it behind like, you, like... Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're holding it by, like, the garment, and yeah. you're, like, plunking on the ground. <laughs> you and your trainer each have a side of it. Fucking <laughs> 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 back Sadly together. Walking. <laughs> like just fucking leave it man i don't even want it anymore yeah well like sometimes i, I like when it i don't know it i guess it depends if you like the fighter or not but like tyson fury came out in the uh in like a full like king's regalia and like <laughs> i think they like carried him out to the god. ring and stuff it's so good oh god i That's love so it funny. i like dudes like khabib who are just like i want to fight yeah yeah, all right, sick. That's Just it. Yeah. Let's see it. Yeah. I was like GSP for that too. GSP was like such a fucking humble little frog, little fucking Frenchy bendy. Yeah, he was the craziest man, like the craziest athlete. Even today, he's still like a crazy, crazy, crazy athlete. All yeah, the like, I heard jumping around and not like all the crazy like gymnastics stuff that he incorporates into his training. You watch it and you're like, I don't even. No one else is doing. It's insane. This yeah well and he was also like the best game planner as far like when M it was weird i guess i didn't really get into mma when it was young like when it was like yeah, there was no was weight weird. classes and shit yeah <laughs> it was bananas. as with one boxing glove and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like really weird right. shit okay <laughs> but uh i did watch the very first season of the ultimate fighter and it was like Chuck Liddell and uh, Randy, the natural couture. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, so like, that's kind of when I started watching UFC and GSP was the first guy that was really like looking at it as like a, like a game. Like he was doing it as like a sport, like he was game planning for his opponents. And like, I'm sure everyone was, but like his was just another level where he'd be like, okay, I'm literally like working on my jab because I know that like this guy's weakness is blocking jabs. Yeah. And also just the way he trained was so different than everyone else that like he just was a different kind of athlete. Like, Yeah. He's just an animal. He's so like, bendy, you know, he, man. The way his body like moves, even the way his body's shaped, like he his his fucking chest to his waist looks like an alien's head. It's yeah. like it's like weird. That's he, like, awesome. I've never heard of that way. 
<laughs> and like his abs are all wonky you're like what is that uh, what, what happened in there like you're shredded but they're mixed up <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> what are you doing? oh my god yeah it would have been cool to see khabib and gsp fight but also it was like, they're like two different kind of eras yeah like so they, yeah like 20 years each guy at their prime would would be sick but like seeing each yeah. guy not you know and GSP yeah, like, was just like, why would I fight? I'm, I don't want to do it. I don't want to. And Khabib, yeah, Khabib like, was like, when I fight, like when I'm in training, like I wake up, I train, I sleep. I wake up, I train, I sleep. He's like, I just want to like sleep in and hang out now. It's like, I think yeah, I like, like in that. For a while. Yeah, I guess you can fucking retire at 29, you rich asshole. <laughs> must be nice yeah. yeah i wonder what happens to like those guys they all must just like because i know a lot of sports dudes and like football guys end up being like sports casters or working with like mm-hmm. the athletic department or going back being like a high school football coach or whatever but it's like as a retired ufc guy like what the hell do you do now you just go coach, to a gym yeah. and train well yeah, no, just coach coach i guess yeah and like I, that's probably it man yeah, but like it can't like, be that big of an industry. Like, you know what I mean? Like high school yeah. coaches in the US can make like 70 grand or whatever if you yeah, go yeah. to high school. But it's like I can't imagine some like MMA dude is making bank like good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But even if you were like holding classes and seminar and like off your just trying to build off your own name, you still wouldn't like yeah, like if you were one of those guys that just never really got a title, but you were always like whatever, like a top twenty, like you had a couple of UFC like primetime mm-hmm. fights, and you're like, oh, I just have scrambled legs, and joints are all popping for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, fuck, I, I want walkout music, man. I want like, <laughs> walkout music. Like when I show up to places, it'd be like, oh, Jim's coming, pop the pop the track on like lower the lights and then i walk in i think everyone should get a week i wish comedy was cool enough to like get to do intro music i know that's but that's always been something i've tried to incorporate into shows and like it's just like an extra step that uh, like and it's never that like it's always just kind of like a transition thing. It's never like that cool. I always wanted to do like this big intro, this, the uh, good kid, Mad City, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, at the beginning where he like the, the hook of the whole thing is like if Paru was in Crips. Yeah. Oh, God, I don't know. And, but like at the very beginning, it just does that with like no music and like nothing. I was like, that'd be sick to just like, it goes dark and then like that plays. And then it's like, when it goes like, yak, 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 the fucking lights just like flash. And then you come on stage. Yeah, man. Yeah. I want some pyrotechnics as well. No, man. Shit. Yeah, dude. Uh, That'd be the hype. The most hype. Well, I was talking to Nick, our our buddy, Nick Degree. I was like, man, we need to like, if we can figure out how to, how to incorporate a DJ and comedy in like a cool way where it'll be over for everybody. Yeah. 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 Once we find a way to not make it like corny and suck. Yeah. Once we figure it out, like once we figure that out, which, you know, we haven't yet, (laughs) we should form a planning action working group to think about it. Oh, there goes. It's, it's the, the usual time of the episode where Alex's mic goes off. 
No, can you hear us now? Oh, yeah, I can hear. Oh, you. there you go. Perfect. Yeah, no, I was just saying we should we should form a planning action working group uh, to discuss our options. Um, <laughs> planning action working group or POG. <laughs> <laughs> P-A-W-G, yeah, uh, group. A group, uh, a government thing in Ontario had to change its name because the internet roasted it. That's so funny, bro. A guy ran for student president under the um, slogan uh, FBGM when I was in grade 12. <laughs> I forget what it was, like what he made it say, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like, fbgm on like all of his posters it was so oh, funny that's hilarious man yeah you can get away with some fun stuff like that <laughs> yeah because yeah it was like right when like we were young enough to know like the slang that like the teachers had not heard of yet like yeah, it was right yeah, yeah. when uh the young money lil wayne and like young money were popping off like Nicki minaj and drake and yeah. all that shit yeah it was like fuck bitches get money was just like just starting Tyga was just saying it and this dude it was like yeah it was like October or whatever it was like right at the beginning of the school year so like we all picked up the slang over summer and he was that's just like awesome. yeah this is funny that's amazing did the was it like he did, <laughs> did that on purpose that oh yeah yeah, yeah like yeah nice yeah there's another uh when we were in grade seven. Yeah. So like our grade seven yearbook, there was a kid in grade 12 and his uh, grad quote was um, like, a, if you took the first letter of like every word of his grad quote, like if you acronymed it, it said, I want to fuck Miss Petrovic, who's one of the teachers. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so funny. God, that's insane, man. Yeah, that was a pretty fucking hilarious, like, find. Yeah. I forget how it was, like, one of, so, when I was in grade seven, my buddy who was in grade eight, like, was a year older than us, like, one of my buddies from the neighborhood, and it was, like, his friend's older brother was, like, in class with that guy or something, and oh, he, like, man. told us. That's so, that's so creative. Yeah. Ms. Petrovic was pretty fucking hot, though, so, like, word. <laughs> So shout out to that dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Louis Saint Laurent grad. Uh, what year is that? That would have been 2004, 2005. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some simpler DJ times. Louis. Simpler yeah, times. Man. Dude, I had a teacher that went. So the high school that I ended up graduating from was a junior high slash high school. So he went there from grade seven to grade 12, went to the U of A got his like teaching degree, did his student teaching at Louis, got a job at Louis and stayed there until I graduated grade 12, which was Whoa. like, he was like 50. Just stayed in the one place. Yeah. Just literally since he was like 13 years old, went to the same building every day. Oh man, that's college. crazy. Like <laughs> that's too much. It's too much, too much of one it's place. Insane. But he got away with everything. Like he owned the place. Like no one could do anything. It was like, yeah, it's. What are you gonna do? Yeah, he's a staple. What are you gonna do? I've been coming here for fifty years. <laughs> I've been. Yeah, you know me. Kick me out. Yeah, <laughs> you kick me out. Look at how many times my picture's on the wall, motherfucker. Yeah. No. <laughs> 
I still down hold the hallway every single one. I still hold the grade seven hundred meter dash record for the school. <laughs> That'd be so funny. He just has some record, some dodgeball record that he's holding on to. Yeah, yeah. Unbeaten. Unbeaten. Like, re he retires once a kid breaks his record. He's like, yeah, he's finally. Like, he transfers schools. He's like, I can leave. He transfers. Someone's here to take care of it. So, someone's here to carry the torch. <laughs> <laughs> That kid grows up to be a PE teacher. That was the other thing. He was a PE teacher, which is even better. Oh, yeah, that's even better. He was a social studies. And he was like the head of the phys ed department. And then he taught like junior high social studies. Oh, man. Which, as we both know, you know, leaves out a lot. So easy. Yeah. He was actually like, he was my grade nine social teacher. And like, that was one of my favorite. And I still think like the one of the most educational classes I've ever had in my life. Because mm -hmm. like... I don't know. I really think that we had two teachers that like didn't give a fuck and they were the best teachers I've ever had in my life. Because yeah. one of them was like one of the early investors in all weather windows. So he was rich as fuck from that. Yeah. So he didn't have to teach. Um, and then this dude just like, I don't know, I guess he just didn't care because he was like, no one is ever going to fire me. Like I can't get kicked out of this school. So he just told us like real shit. I remember him like telling us about like the stock market and how it's like broken and how like the black tuesday or black thursday or whatever the fuck it was in 1939 was like man-made oh so this is where the conspiracy theory starts and yeah, that's, exactly. where, that's where you started that's where you started like to get into the that's where you started to get into the outside stuff i see yeah well and he uh it was when we learned because it was like part of the curriculum we were supposed to learn about like llcs and corporations and shit like that and so you just told us about like shell corporations and like how people like pay themselves out like dividends instead of salary, like bonuses instead of salaries and shit. Yeah. Like, like the guys from Google just pay themselves like $1 a year and then like bonus shit out and like trade stocks, like at fucked up values. Like, yeah. He also told us about the Russian revolution and Rasputin, which was cool. Like that was a fucking sweet unit. He was talking about like, that is Rasputin and how he's banging the fucking, fucking Zar's wife. <laughs> <laughs> I was picturing you at the end of class, like, okay, and that's the end of chapter three. Fuck, that was a sweet unit, man. <laughs> it was a sweet that unit. Was a pretty sick unit. <laughs> Bro, I liked, I don't know, it was weird. I like hated school, but I liked certain parts of school. Like, I really mm. liked my grade 12 math class. A lot of fun. Well, I guess my. Oh, man, math wasn't my, my strong point. Math 30. I loved it. I don't know why, but the like permutations and combinations and oh, that's where I, that's where I started to fall off. Oh, loved it. I just it made sense to me, and like it made me. I don't know. It was cool to like you could analyze like the whole world through numbers. That just like was really interesting to me. Like you could literally do anything from like animal mating patterns to like fucking who how many children were likely to be born in the year twenty fifty. Like you could use yeah. numbers to figure it all out. Yeah, and I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could, you know, but uh, here we are. Yeah, fucking. Speaking of playing, I mean, it's not really the stock market, but we were talking about this last night. That Everyone worries about ads that target like little kids and like, oh, how could they target these kids with these ads? We need to start talking about the ads that target like, like shitty adults. Like these casino <laughs> yeah. ads, it's like party, super fun, virtual island casino dot fun. 
and you're like yeah, yeah, 30 yeah. seconds of just like slots winning and like babes come to the virtual island it's not a virtual island it's a website <laughs> like, yeah i love i love the like alberta government like gambling things those are the best because like yeah. <laughs> you'll like be watching whatever and there'll be like a government of alberta ad that's like addiction is a disease like help those struggling with addiction and then three minutes later it's like come to the casino and have some fun yeah You're like wait what i thought we yeah because alberta's got its own alberta's got its own online gaming site which is crazy yeah and like yeah, we were man. talking about this yesterday too the toronto star that group of uh newspapers and stuff they're uh they're opening up an online casino to help fund their business and it's like yeah smart but it's also like I mean, sort of predatory. <laughs> yeah, a little the bit. The whole industry based on like getting people hooked on gambling and taking them for a ride. It's not. Yeah, bro. It's not an industry based on like, hey, you're going to win. Like, man, the first bar that I ever worked at, like, after so I was working at Red Robin and then I was like daytime bartending for like a place in town. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just kind of like a local neighborhood, whatever. There's like four of them, but they're all owned by this dude. Yeah. and uh they, we had vlts and oh. like daytime vlts are the wildest thing you will ever see because it's like it's just dudes that will like come in and just like you can tell it's like their work break where they're in like construction clothes and they'll just crush like three whiskeys and put like 200 bucks in the vlt and then bounce in like 40 minutes like they're oh, just on their lunch man. break to just fucking crush beers and fucking play vlts and it's so fucked up because you have to do this training online this like alberta you have to get real facts and your pro serve to work at a bar that has vlts so you mm -hmm. do these like online courses that basically tell you that like you're responsible to like make sure that like everything like safe consumption and safe gambling and all this stuff but then it also tells you that you're not allowed to tell someone they're not allowed to gamble so it's like what the fuck am i supposed to do like like, like hey you know what's not that good of a thing yeah like hey so i've noticed you uh been playing the vlt want to go uh, have a chat over at the bar for a few minutes like yeah, on the other side of the bar <laughs> Yeah, like it's so stupid. Like, how about I get you a water and uh, take care of an appetizer for you? Like, yeah. fuck, whatever. Yeah. And then, like, it was, and then the ladies, for some reason, it was always just they had a bag, like a plastic bag. Yeah. And they never opened it. And they would always just have one with them. And they would sit at the VLT for like hours and just go outside and smoke darts and then come back in and like drink like two glasses of wine. Yeah, and when they go outside, they put a sign on their table or on their VLT being like, don't fucking touch this one. This one's mine. They lean the chairs. They always lean yeah. the chair up on it. Yeah. And yeah, people, bro, people like obsessing over like their machine and shit. They're like, oh, that's my fucking, that's my lucky machine. You're yeah. like, no, it's not, bro. That doesn't exist. Like, Yeah. And then dudes that like, will like, man, some of these guys would like come in and they'd lose a bunch of money and then one day they'd win like 500 bucks and they just like buy rounds for people and like start like throw like dude i remember there's this one dude that like i cashed him out for like a thousand dollars or whatever and he just gave me a hundred he was just like here you go man like thanks it was just like a tip and oh, i was man. like bro you've lost more money than you've made like you you're losing money save this win like take yeah. the winnings and stop 
Yeah, take my hundred that you were gonna give me and put it in the bank. Yeah, I mean, no, don't do that. Like, give me another one, but well, yeah. the rest of it. <laughs> Listen, I'll take this thousand. You take the next thousand. Yeah, man, being a day bartender was like one of the weirdest like experiences, especially at that place because it was like a local neighborhood pub. So like, it was a oh, funny yeah. combination of like. I had a lot of friends who would come through because I was still working like at another restaurant and shit. So like we had like a young party crowd that would roll through all the time. But then when I was actually working, it was like the saddest like daytime neighborhood pub. Like, yeah. And we had some regulars who were like cool and stuff. But like, I remember there's one dude who was like super, super rich. And he was like this Polish guy. And he was just going through this like horrible divorce. And he was like losing a bunch of money on some project because the economy was in the shitter. And so he was just like coming in every day and just like crushing a bottle of wine at noon and then a bottle of wine after work every well, single fucking day. And he just talked to us about like his shitty project and his shitty wife. And I was just like, man, this sucks. And he was like the nicest guy. And like, he was cool to us, but I was like, bro, your life is just like falling apart. But like, I'm sure it's so hard for you to like complain because everyone's like, boo hoo, cry into your fucking Lamborghini, buddy. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> yeah. You don't deserve to be upset. You have everything. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like, bro, this guy's just like a sad, like old Polish alcoholic going through a divorce. Like, yeah, money like, ain't shit, bro. Damn. Well, we're at about 40 minutes, Alex. This has been a good episode. Yeah, man. Ending on money ain't shit is a good note yeah. for me. I like that. FBGM. FBGM. <laughs> money ain't shit. Where All can right. uh, people find you, Alex? go to comedyaf.com oh actually this is uh important oh uh, i have a virtual comedy show that i'm doing and i i don't want to do virtual comedy shows i'm not going to get too into it but basically i just don't want people to later be able to be like well we did a virtual comedy show back in quarantine and it worked very well so instead of you coming out to us why don't we just get you in remotely yeah and like i can just be like no i actually i never did any of them i don't think they're cool and like i will not be doing one for you yeah um, but, but, uh, there is a great cause and, uh, we're raising money for, um, my good friend, Ben Prue, his sister-in-law, um, as is going through some pretty rough cancer treatment. So we're doing a fundraiser for her. It's seven comedians. Uh, all the money is just going straight to them. It's $10 tickets. It's a zoom meeting. So we literally can't sell out. So as many of you that want to do it, it's, uh, March 19th. 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, so adjust accordingly. Um, ben Pru, P, uh, who the heck is on this show? Sorry, I was uh, getting the details for you right away. But yeah, Ben Pru, myself, uh, Chris Griffin, Chris Gordon, and a few others are on the show. Uh, I'll have more info next week's podcast. But Beauty. Please, please help us raise money. It's for a good cause and I'm doing a Zoom show. So if I can do it, you can fucking watch. His one and only Zoom show. Yeah. Okay, bye, people.